I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of Game Misconduct. I am Don LaGreca. Congratulations to Alexander Ovechkin. A hat trick last night. 800 goals. Just the third player in NHL history to do it. He's one shy of Gordie Howe for the second most in the history of the NHL. Here is how it sounded in Washington. Blackhawks starting another turnover in front. And Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! The bench empties! Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals! Does it here in Chicago, Illinois? On the 13th of December, 2022, history here at the Madhouse on Madison. Alex Ovechkin, Gordy Howe, and Wayne Gretzky are now the only three skaters ever in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. All right, John Walton with a call on Capitals Radio, and that's how it sounded in Washington. Here's how it sounded on ESPN Television. Mantha centers in front. Kuznetsov had the shot. Loose and there it is, 800. <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin has done it. You have just witnessed the 800th goal for Alex Ovechkin, only the third player in National Hockey League history to reach that mark. Terrible job by Chris Chelios. And I would say great job by uh, Leaves, Steve Levy, our guy, but you couldn't hear him because Chelios is all over him. That steppage that I could really criticize. So I'm with Michael Kay on that one. But anyway, congratulations. What a tremendous job by Alexander Ovechkin. You knew it was inevitable. He actually got a couple of empty netters back on Friday uh, to get close. And then, of course, the hat trick, all beating the goaltender. And don't get crazy about the empty netters, by the way, because. Nobody had more empty net goals than Wayne Gretzky. They still count. Your team's winning. You still got to hit the net. But he hits the uh, 800-goal mark with a hat trick in an original six city in Chicago. Pretty, pretty cool. Here's Alexander Ovechkin on SVP after history. Special night. Kind of have two goals right away. Feel the game and a couple more chances to score. Third one a little bit early, but Mo and Kuzi do a great job of finding me out there. And, you know, it's a special moment. I'm very proud that it's over. You know, it's kind of like now we move on and we focus on the next one. You know, it's so interesting. He's done it all with one team, which is pretty awesome. As... Um, close to Gordy. Remember, Gordy scored all those goals in the WHA, but 801 of them, most of them scored in Detroit with the Red Wings, but a few when he came back to the NHL in Hartford. Of course, Wayne Gretzky, his goals outside of Edmonton came in L.A., St. Louis, and with the New York Rangers. So Ovi getting all 800 goals as a Washington Capitol. And you think, too, 
about what his total would be today had he got to play his rookie season. If you remember, he was drafted by the Capitals first overall in 2004. There was no season because of the lockout. Then he came in what would have been his second season the same year as Sidney Crosby. So I don't know, what would he have had his rookie season? 20, somewhere around there. And then, of course, you had the half season, the 48-game schedule in 2012-2013. You know, would there be another 20 goals he could have scored in a full season there? And then you think of the games that were lost due to COVID. So we could be looking at somebody that would have at least maybe 50, 60 more goals than he has now if everything was a perfect world and would blow by Gretzky. Right now, I think the debate is over, quite honestly about whether he's going to get to 894 and get past Wayne Gretzky. I think it's inevitable. Right now, he's got 20 goals. He's 37 years old. So outside of injury, he's going to go north of 40 this year, which is going to put him at, you know, what, what maybe 825 going into next year at the age of 38. And if he tacks on another 40-goal season there, uh, that puts him at, uh, you know, uh, would I have the number at that particular point? You're you're looking at uh, 865, and then he could play right to 39, which is how long Wayne Gretzky played, and be certainly in the vicinity of being able to do it within the next uh, two years after this. So, uh, barring injury, and I know he's really interested in getting to that and beyond, we're looking at a player that's going to be north of 900 goals, north easily of 16, 1700 points. It's it's an amazing feat. It really is. And you hope that he gets to do it all with one team, unless he wants to compile someplace else. He's got his Stanley Cup championship. He's going to eventually end up etched in glass in the Hall of Fame and well-deserving of all of that. And as far as um, I got a question from Haywood who says, with Alex's scoring 1-800 goals, where do you guys rank him? in the, your top 10. Well, listen, is he Wayne Gretzky? Uh, is he the physical presence and the longevity of a Gordie Howe? Um, the skill set from the blue line like a Bobby Orr? Um, he, but he's he's in the top five. He has to be. And when you score that many goals, he's a pure goal scorer. He is. And he has scored clutch goals. So he's in my top five. You know, you go Gretzky, you go Lemieux, uh, you go Bobby Orr. Uh, how is he not there? I mean, Sidney Crosby has to certainly be in that conversation. He's easily in the top 10, debatable top five. And when you talk about pure goal scorers, I mean, Gretzky was on the stratosphere by himself, right? You take all of his goals away. He's still the greatest scorer of all time just on assists. But when you talk about a guy that just can put the biscuit in the basket, you know, you think of the Hulls, uh, not just Bobby, but his son Brett, who just had a great nose for the net, the ability to score. Yarmir Yager was an amazing, uh, gifted player to to have the ability to score. You know, but Ovi was just a goal scorer from the get go and never stopped. I mean, his numbers are just incredible. So, uh, congratulations to Alexander Ovechkin, well deserved, eight hundred, and now, as he said, at least that's over. Um, you know that the next couple will be important, tying and then surpassing Mark ha- uh, Gordy Howe, uh, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but Mark certainly is and has had conversations with Ovi. He's a scout for Detroit, so he's around uh, quite a bit. And then he's have his eyes set on Wayne, but that's still a couple of years down the road from that. And it, it's kind of it, probably um, a little bittersweet for capital fans because it's coming in a season in which there's a distinct possibility that they are not going to make the playoffs this is not a great team they're banged up 
Um, haven't been able to play with Backstrom. That's another conversation, too, when you want to get into great duos, Taves and Kane, uh you know Gretzky and Messier if you want to get into that or, or Curry you can throw so many different players in from those Edmonton days but Backstrom and Ovi pretty good and the fact that Ovi's got 20 goals without Backstrom this year and what do they play like 30 something games I mean you got to figure that Ovi's going to be on his way to another 50 goal season and really just cutting in to that deficit with Wayne and it, it should be a good time I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Other games last night, Zach Hyman with a hat trick as the Oilers get just a huge goal production. You're seeing here, it's interesting as of late, a lot of uh, big scores in the National Hockey League. And uh, Edmonton put up a, a ton last night. You know, Lightning put up six, Oilers six. Golden Knights, six. Uh, Sabres, six. Uh, Maple Leafs, seven. So you're starting to see a bunch of touchdowns in the National Hockey League. Kind of crazy. But uh, Hyman with a hat trick there. Uh, Leafs just continue to roll. They embarrass the Ducks, seven nothing. Ducks on their way to having the first overall pick, you would think, or at least be in a position for the lottery. Just seven wins in their first 30 games of the season. Kerfoot was good. Uh, but what really uh, special was another point for Marner. Now, 23 consecutive games with a point. The Leafs are going to, Leafs are going to be at the Garden tomorrow. I'll get a chance to call that game with Dave Maloney as he continues to kind of climb up the charts there. Uh, Panthers shut out the Blue Jackets uh, 4 to nothing. That's no surprise there. Panthers trying to get back on track. Blue Jackets are one of those teams you get well on. Uh, is there panic at the Disco in New Jersey? Devils have dropped two in a row in two days. They did earn a point on Monday in the overtime loss to the Rangers, but they get beat up by the Dallas Stars at the Rock 4-1. to one. This is a scoreless game after one, but then the Stars were able to roll. The big one in this one was the Hints goal with three seconds left in the second period. They made it a 2-1 game, and they rolled from the third period there to get the win. Uh, Sabres starting to warm up a little bit. Thompson with another goal. He's got 22. He didn't score the five he did like he did on Friday, but he did or Wednesday, excuse me, uh, but still a 6-0 win over the Kings, and 
you talk about older players like Ovechkin, 37, getting to 800. Uh, Giordano playing in Toronto, the oldest skater in the NHL at 39, having a really good year for them. But how about the Sabres and Craig Anderson at 41 years old, uh, going to be 42 by the time we get to May. Uh, he, he picks up the shutout, 6 nothing victory over the Kings. Lightning drubbed the uh, the Kraken 6-2. to two. Um, was it 14 straight games with a point now for Stamkos? He's got 16 on the season. Hurricane shut out the Red Wings one to nothing. The Blooms kind of off the rose on Detroit right now as they find themselves on the outside looking in in the playoff race. So another difficult loss for them as they get blank. Carolina starting to warm up a bit. So Carolina picks up a couple of points on the Devils in the Metropolitan Division race. They sit six points back with a game in hand. Pittsburgh also six games back, but they're tied with New Jersey with games played. Uh, Boston, they had a nice win last night as well in a shootout over the Islanders. They did blow a two-goal lead. Islanders did earn a point, but Boston just continues to roll now 15-0-1 at home. That was my ice pick on the K-Show. Still proud of it because it did go to a shootout, so very easily I could have won that. I got it at plus 215, by the way. The Islanders on the money line didn't come through. Uh, but Toronto, with their win, sit just three points back of Boston, although Boston has two games in hand. But you're talking about four-game winning streak for the Leafs, 9-0-1 in their last 10, uh, a plus 30 on the year. Tampa's win, they've got 37. Your wildcard teams right now, the Islanders and the Rangers, both with 35 points, both with 30 games played. The difference is the Islanders have two more wins than the Rangers do, and the Capitals sit just a point back out of the wild card, although they played one more game than the Rangers and the Islanders. And the Washington Capitals have woken up now five straight wins and 7-2-1 and one on the year. So maybe I spoke too soon to say they're not a playoff team, although I don't think they're going to be because I don't think any of these teams that have it right now are going to drop out. New Jersey's just been too good this year. So I think it's going to be tough for Washington to make it, but they get Backstrom back. Could be a different story. But getting back to Detroit, they've got 32 points. They're three back. However, they've got two games in hand on the Rangers and the Islanders and three games in hand on Washington that right now is in third for the wild card race. Florida starting to get their act together as well, but they also sit with 32 points and they've played 30 games. So it's so difficult to move in these standings, as you know, and we'll see if those teams are going to get a chance to do it. Let's get to your tweets at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. Brett chimes in. Rangers are back in a playoff spot, but they have played three more games than others right behind and in front of them. Four wins in a row is great. I actually went to Vegas and Denver for the games. However, they got to go on a big stretch of wins to gain ground. Brad, I was there too. Too bad I didn't see you. We should have hooked up. Could have been fun to finally get a chance to meet you all the years you've been listening to the podcast. But um, Igor Shosturkin is the difference to me. I mentioned this on Monday. You know, it's four straight wins now against some pretty good teams. All right, Vegas is good, although they don't win at home, but still they're good. They're first place team of the Pacific. Colorado's banged up with injuries, but they're still pretty good. Devils came in winners of 11 straight games on the road. They beat them, and now we'll see what happens tomorrow against the Red Hot Leaf team. But you're right, it's going to take a, a longer stretch than four consecutive games for them to really put a dent into the standings. But they did fight their way back into the playoffs, and I think... Uh, they're going to be in pretty good shape. As far as Christina goes, despite the Kings being in third place in the Pacific, could Todd McClellan's team be in jeopardy 
job be in jeopardy due to major inconsistency. Tough to say. He hasn't had the job that long, although he's been there, what, three, four years now. Um, here, here's the deal. It, it's hard to fire a coach when the team is in the playoffs. And as you said, no great shakes. Third place in the Pacific, 15, 12, and 5. So technically have lost more games than they've won. Minus 12 goal differential does not smell to me like a consistent playoff team. However, the West is not really that great. The Pacific is even worse. All right. So Edmonton is one point back. Los Angeles has played two more games than Edmonton. I think the Oilers are better. So now forget the Pacific Division. Now it just comes down to the wild card. Are they better than Minnesota? Hmm. Calgary? No. Los Angeles, as long as they stay in the playoffs, Christina, it's hard to say that he'll be fired. But if they start to drop off and at the end of the season end up missing the playoffs, I don't know if you can kill them. Because, you know, their goaltending isn't great anymore. Their players are getting older. You know, the Browns of the world, the Kopitars of the world, um, Dowdy. I mean, they're pretty far removed now from those cup teams. And they really haven't done a great job of replacing any of them over any length of time. So uh, it's a good question. And I think there's a chance he could get let go. Although, as, as long as they hold on to that third spot for as long as they can hold it, I think he'll be okay, at least for now. All right, let's go to the games tonight. Canadians at the Senators. Wild home for the Red Wings. We'll see if Detroit can bounce back after getting shut out last night. And the Wild need all the points they can get. And the Flames got to get well against the Canucks. And and the Flames have kind of been sputtering here for a while. But I do think eventually they'll get hot, no pun intended, talking about the Flames. I do think they're a playoff team. That's why I think the Kings can be in trouble in the Western Conference because I do think Calgary or Edmonton or both are going to move past Los Angeles at some point in the Pacific, which is going to put the Kings in a tough spot for the wild card. But... um, that should be fun, just those three games. I'll be back with you again on Friday. So I got the game against the Leafs tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. Two hot teams, two teams on four-game winning streaks, colliding, original six matchup. Always fun to see Toronto come to town. So we got that. That game could be heard on 98.7 ESPN New York. I'll have the call with Dave Maloney. And then, of course, on Friday, we'll be back with our regular podcast. We're going to have a best, um, the top five of the week. We'll do that. And, of course, we'll read your tweets, as we always do, at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. Congratulations to Alexander Ovechkin. Thanks to the calls. Thanks to all the work that Anthony Pusick puts in to this day. We'll talk to you again on Friday. This was the Wednesday edition of Game Misconduct. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca.